YourGov Today from Countable, what your government's doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. It's January 11th, 2019. I want to tell you about a conversation I had last night with a couple of very wise people, people whose questions made for a refreshing take on the status quo. I was working on my laptop on this thing we're doing here at Countable, and these two guys came up to me. Their names are Zach and Zeke. Really, I'm not kidding here. And each of them is six years old. Here's how it went. Zach, what are you doing? Andrea, I'm writing about why the government is shut down. Zach, what does that mean? No one can get in? Andrea, no, it means that A bunch of things the government usually does aren't happening because politicians in Washington are fighting with each other. Zeke, are they fighting about whether the government should start working again? Andrea, no, they're they're fighting about something totally different, about who should be able to come to America from other places. Zach, can't all the people come to America? Zeke, yeah, but they can't all fit on one humongous airplane. Zach, but that would be nice. Zeke, that airplane would be so heavy it would crash in at least 14 minutes. Zach, hmm, yeah. Of course, we're talking about the square off between congressional Democrats and President Trump. Democrats want to fund the government with a handful of bipartisan spending bills. President Trump won't sign those bills unless they include money for his border wall. Hence the stalemate, the shutdown, now the longest in American history. In the last couple of days, we've talked about how this is affecting federal workers, and by extension, affecting you. And it seems important to actually hear their voices, the voices of the people were caught in the crossfire of this situation. So here are a few of them. People who feel that in the Sturm and Drang of the shutdown, their real-life consequences are lost. We are people. We have bills to pay. We have food we we need to eat to survive just like everybody else. Um, It's not a game to us. I don't know of any other company or any other agency or any other place where you require people to work and not pay them. And surely the federal government should not be one of them. We're talking about as of Friday, I got to figure out which over the counter medication I need to go get. Do I go get the allergy medication? If my daughter has a cold, do I get her cold medication? Those are the little things that affect us. This is a normal. There is nothing normal about putting 800,000 people out of work for a political fight. I mean, this is not even about immigration at this point. It's about, you know, I'm right, you're wrong, and you're going to admit that you're wrong. We're pawns. Government workers at the Census Bureau, federal courts, Department of Housing and Urban Development, speaking earlier this week. So here's the thing. Whatever position you take, if you are an American citizen... Your voice is critical here. How you answer the existential questions posed by this situation is really important. What are those questions? Well, we're asking them on Countable, starting with this. Once the federal government reopens, assuming it does, should workers be compensated for their time? 
Should they get back pay? A corollary to that, should federal workers who responded differently to the shutdown be treated differently? Meaning, should people who were ordered to continue working through the shutdown and did, with no guarantee of being paid for that work, should they get special recognition, special compensation? And what about people who were ordered not to work, and so they didn't? Are they less noble? Then what about federal workers who were ordered to keep working without pay, and they didn't? Those who, say, called in sick, using their earned sick leave to cover those days. What about them? And now, last question, what about people in any of those situations who found themselves suddenly unable to make the rent or the mortgage or the payment on their cell phone or their kid's school? What if they took out a loan to keep current on their accounts? Should the government pay for the interest they've suddenly built up? Who's responsible for that? Whatever you think about the issues at play here, I'm going to say this. The consequence of shutting down the government for this long is having to answer those very questions. It would be easy to join the game and blame one side or the other for this situation, but neither side exists without us. That whole, you know, we the people part. So whatever your ideology, whatever your beliefs, it is critical that you get engaged now. Best way to do that, of course, is on Countable, the cutting edge of civic tech right on your phone or computer. Come join the community Accountable. what your government is doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Talk to you on Monday. <laughs>